Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log Podcast. I'm your host, People Sports Cast Alex Anderson. NFL wildcard weekend, it is still going down. Right now, the Miami Dolphins will not be getting shut out by the Buffalo Bills. They kicked the field goal. The score is currently 17-3. However, there have been drops by Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Very disappointing. Skylar Thompson, his effort is being wasted because the Bills, you know, fake-ass, all-star, all-world wide receivers are scared of the Buffalo Bills defense. And it is very disappointing. However, I am here to talk about the games that occurred yesterday. And again, my earlier prediction that the Jaguars would beat the Chargers came true. But before I get into that, there was a sliver of information that I had wanted to provide in regards to the stats that I had started with in my previous podcast episode that I forgot so I just want to add this real quick because it's still wildcard week and it's not over yet. But the four highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL have missed the playoffs. Starting with number one, Aaron Rodgers, discount double dud, who's getting paid $50 million this season. Number two, Russell Wilson, $49 million this season. Number three, Kyler Murray. Well, actually tied at number three and number four, Kyler Murray with the Arizona Cardinals, $46 million per year, and Deshaun Watson with the Cleveland Browns, $46 million this year. However, Deshaun Watson only did play six games due to a suspension. However, he did receive this money. But however, for the NFL, the future is bright because... The youngest quarterbacks with four total touchdowns in a playoff game occurred yesterday, Brock Purdy and Trevor Lawrence. So we're just going to get into it, or I'm going to get into it. I, the Prophet, had decreed the Jaguars are dangerous at home, look for them to beat the LA Chargers, but never did I think in a million years that the Chargers, who would be up 27-0 at halftime, would get outscored in the second half and lose 31-30 final score by (laughs) the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, again, their defense is dangerous. They held them in check. There was a missed field goal late in the game by the Chargers. There was a missed touchdown pass opportunity by Justin Herbert. Staley should be fired. And at the end of the day, I mean, like, social media was going crazy on Trevor Lawrence. He becomes the first quarterback to throw four interceptions in the first half and win the playoff game. But he also became the first quarterback in NFL history to throw an interception on his first two drives. In the first quarter, of course, Ashante Samuel Jr., had three of those interceptions, the Chargers become the first team in NFL playoff history to have four-plus takeaways in a playoff game and lose that game. Like, I know the Chargers are just as incompetent as the Las Vegas Raiders, who didn't make uh, the playoffs, obviously, 
because they blew double-digit leads, they lost close games, and right now, right now, as I'm making this uh, podcast episode, the Bills and the Dolphins are fighting. Josh Allen is in a scrimmage over here. Flags are being thrown all over the place. The Dolphins need to stop fighting and start catching passes. That's what they need to goddamn do. But speaking of what needs to be done, Trevor Lawrence did what needed to be done. And that's why until the clock hits all zeros, you can never count somebody out. Trevor Lawrence in the first half was 10 of 24, 77 yards, one touchdown and four interceptions, passer rating 24.5. In the second half, he goes 18 of 23, 211 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a passer rating of 144.5. And also with this wonderful win, we did find out that Trevor Lawrence has not lost a football game on Saturday, never lost a Saturday game in high school, never lost a Saturday game in, a Saturday game in college, and never lost a Saturday game in the NFL. Amazing. Truly amazing. Number one draft pick coming through. To think he was so close to being on the infamous side of playoff history. But he is now 34-0 in his college and professional career on Saturdays. And as for the Chargers, well, so far in three seasons, they have wasted the talents of a young Justin Herbert. And a part of me feels so bad. All the years I was blaming Phillip Rivers, but it's the culture of the Chargers. They're just a team that can't get the job done. And to be up 27-0 at one point and to lose the way they lose, the way they lost, excuse me, it's just mind-boggling. But actually, it's not that mind-boggling because, again, the Jacksonville Jaguars are dangerous at home. The defense stepped up. Trevor Lawrence didn't pout. He didn't cry. His body language was all positive, and he came out in the second half and did what he do. He, he did what he he did what he does best. And let's not forget the fourth down, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson again, a Super Bowl winning coach, brought the Philadelphia Eagles their first ever NFL championship. They showed him the door like he did nothing for the franchise or for the organization. He goes for it on fourth down. Three running backs in the backfield. Travis Etienne picks up the critical fourth down that keeps the drive alive. And then, of course, they let the clock wind down to the final three seconds. And the field goal kicker makes the field goal, which looked so close to looking like a miss. But it just cut in on the right side. And that was all she wrote. Truly amazing. And then, of course, there was a guy who went viral on social media because he put down $1.4 million on the Chargers at halftime. Total wipeout. And that's what you get for being a bandwagon better. Okay, currently right now, Dolphins, third and eight, plate clock rolling down, three, two. Skylar throws, and it is out of bounds. Okay, so sad. The Dolphins could really have been in this game if Waddle and Hill weren't dropping passes. Ridiculous. Tyreek Hill making it seem like he's about that action. He's clearly about nothing. But you know who's about that action? That would be the rookie quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, Brock Purdy, 
in his playoff debut, 18 of 30, 332 yards, three passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. And the San Francisco 49ers smash the Seattle Seahawks, who lost because the old Geno Smith came back to play. By the way, the final score on that was 41-23, excuse me. And Geno Smith, back-to-back turnovers, a fumble, then an interception. Uh, on the, to credit the Seahawks, they had zero penalties in the first half, but the NFL referees made sure to do their job, and that was to blow the whistles against the Seahawks in the second half. So Geno Smith reverted back to the old Geno Smith that we know and love so much. The back-to-back turnovers, they could get nothing going, and the Seahawks on defense, when Purdy linked up with Debo Samuels for that 70-yard, right, 71-74-yard touchdown pass, that was the beginning of the end. So yes, it was 74 yards, and Christian McCaffrey, again, too many weapons, too many weapons. Christian McCaffrey, you're not stopping him. Debo Samuel, you're not stopping him. And the Niners defense is no joke. Oh my goodness, what a game. And uh, to quote Tony, 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 it never rains in Southern California. However, as I learned, shame on me for not getting my geography right, Levi Stadium is actually in Northern California. So I try to play on words, which uh, ended horribly. So, you know, I definitely uh, stand corrected on that, that Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California, is still a part of northern Mexico, even though I got it mixed up in reading that Levi Stadium was 40 miles south of San Francisco. So a quick geography lesson and the importance of learning how to read a map. Clearly, the state of California is way bigger than I thought it was for me to make that erroneous mistake. Now, more Brock Purdy information. He's 23, year old, 23 years old, excuse me, 23 years and 18 days old, making him the youngest player in NFL postseason history to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns in a game, surpassing Dan Marino, Purdy's childhood hero, and the reason why he wears number 13. Oh, and by the way, that passer rating for him, 131.5, truly was on fire. He had zero interceptions and 49er quarterbacks with 300 plus passing yards, three plus passing touchdowns and zero interceptions in a postseason game. Joe Montana, Steve Young, and you can now add Brock Purdy to that list. The legacy of the Niners continues to live on getting a decent, good quarterback. And you know what? You have to be amazed, honestly at the Niners you know you're trying to move Jimmy G you wind up keeping him you go with Trey Lance he suffers an injury you go give the team back to Jimmy G he suffers an injury you go with the rookie Brock Purdy who kept the 49ers winning they've now won 11 straight they had won 10 straight in the regular season under Brock Purdy, they had won five straight, now make that six straight. So they will await their next opponent, 
and I will be ending this podcast to finish up the second, the first half, excuse me, second quarter of this Miami Dolphins Buffalo Bills game. So there you have it, as by the People Sportscast Alex Anderson, aka the Prophet, who made an immediate impact with my predictions. As again, the Jacksonville Jaguars down 27-0 come all the way back to defeat the helpless, inept, incompetent LA Chargers. Final score 31-30. Until next time, sports fans nation and worldwide. Lex Anderson signing out.